EO Fire 1223. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to create, grow, and monetize your podcast? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and ignite. Hiring, but not sure where to find the best candidates? With ZipRecruiter, you can find your perfect candidate today. Try ZipRecruiter for free. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? JLD here, and I am fired up. To bring you our featured guest today, Kaylin Asher. Kaylin, are you prepared to ignite Yes, I am. Yes. Kaylin is a clarity coach for women entrepreneurs who want to live to their fullest potential professionally and personally. Her teachings have helped thousands of women define their purpose and deliver it in a meaningful, impactful, and profitable way. For weekly lessons to find and live your fullest potential, visit KaylinAsher.com. Kaylin, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Sure, of course. So um, I think the first thing I'd like to share is I'm a personal development junkie. And I think that's basically what led me into coaching is my my whole life, I've always been seeking out my thing. I love reading self-improvement books and studying mindset and doing yoga and learning about wellness and nutrition and meditating. And I realized that instead of just consuming all that information, I could really turn it around and help people change their lives using all those tools. And so I as I'm evolving into the best version of myself, I seek to help others to do the same. Loving all of this. And Kaylin, you have quite the journey that you're going to be sharing with Fire Nation today. We have a yes. lot of ups. We have a lot of downs. We have some pretty cool breakthroughs to discuss. But first and foremost, we are entrepreneurs, Kaylin, And I want to live in the present for a minute here. And that present is, how are you generating revenue today? How are, have you created a viable business around your brand? Right now, my main source of revenue is through one-on-one coaching, working with these amazing women entrepreneurs and helping them really up-level their mindset so that they can up-level their business and fulfill the purpose that they were put here on this earth to do. Now, you can see Fire Nation, how Kaylin just has that dialed in. I mean, she knows who she's serving. And even more importantly for a lot of people is, you know, she knows who she's not serving. Like, she's not trying to serve the world right now. She has her target market. She has her avatar and she's figured that out. Now, what I do want to do, Kaylin, is take a dive into your mm-hmm. journey. And again, we've talked about some good times. We're going to be talking about some bad times coming up. But specifically, what you consider your worst time, that worst entrepreneurial moment that you've experienced to date. So, Kaylin, don't, you know, don't hesitate here. Don't, don't try to cover this up. Like, let's just really get down into that worst moment. And let's hear that story. Sure, of course. So... I think the worst entrepreneurial moment for for me was probably it happened when I was coming back from maternity leave. I had taken a really nice maternity leave. It was like three and a half, four months long. And during that time with my daughter, I really did a lot of reflection on my purpose and on my business. And I was realizing that it just didn't seem like the two were jiving. I should mention my business at the time was not the business that I have now. And I felt that I had really begun to lose that spark and that enthusiasm. And I had this moment, this sinking feeling of like, "Uh uh-oh, not 
again. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us who are entrepreneurs can relate to this because a lot of us are serial entrepreneurs and we kind of, we're keep, we keep seeking, we keep searching for that thing that is, is the thing we're supposed to be doing. And so after returning to my work, after this time off with my daughter, I really, I just didn't have the energy for my business. I felt like working on it was almost, if it wasn't what I truly, truly wanted to be doing, that I didn't want to devote any hours to it being away from this little tiny person that I loved so very much. And even though it was a good business and a good fit, it wasn't a great business and a perfect fit. And it didn't really light me up any longer. And that was really kind of terrifying. I mean, throughout my 20s, like I was saying, I was this serial entrepreneur. I, so I knew this, this feeling. It was so familiar. And it was time to move on and to grow. But I really didn't expect that feeling to hit me again. I was nearing 30. I just had my, my daughter. I really thought I had it figured out. Right. And I, I, like, I didn't want to tell my husband. I didn't want to tell my friends. I, did, I was so ashamed that this feeling was hitting me. and It was a major low. And I, I really just felt like a failure. I, like I had let myself down and everyone else who had been rooting for me and supported me to get to this point in my business. But I knew that I couldn't keep ignoring it. I knew that if I was going to continue on this entrepreneurial path, something had to change. And so with my husband's encouragement, I enrolled in a program with Ramit Sethi. And after working through about a quarter of it, and the whole time I was applying it to my business at the time, thinking that just something needed tweaking with this business that I had. And then I realized after about a quarter of the way through it that I needed to restart the program. I needed to work on it from scratch as if I had no business idea and be open to any idea that would, would find me. And when I opened myself up to that possibility of something new and exciting and better coming down the pipeline, a new vision hit me. Kind of, It was almost like a bolt of lightning. And in this <laughs> rambling email that I sent to my husband uh, after one of these modules that I went through and the work I was doing with Ramit, I wrote down the words, find clarity in your life and business. And I thought, yes, that is what I need. And that is what... I want others to have too. And it was kind of, you know, you, you, you teach what you need to learn yourself. And it was this moment of realization that this path, this journey that I had been on and this quest for finding my purpose is a quest that so many people are on. And if I can play a small part in that and helping them align with their purpose and really live their fullest potential, that that is what I needed to be doing. And I, I, shifted my business and I repositioned myself as a coach. Before that, I was doing a lot of online programs. I really was keeping my my community at an arm's length, which um, was because they weren't the right community for me. And and everything shifted when I invited my my clients in and started working more intimately with people. And, and I haven't looked back since. And you over 1,200 episodes that I've done, Kayleen, with great entrepreneurs who have just rocked and rolled and they're doing great things. There's been a lot of themes that have come up, a lot of different themes. And one of those themes for sure is something that I just saw coming up over and over again that actually ended up coining the baby effect. Because it just seemed that so often, so many drastic life changes were happening when you know either a mother or a father would be looking at this child, this helpless, this, some, this little baby that they love so much. And they're saying, man, like this is really making me reflect on life. And for a lot of people, 
it just took their business to the next level because you know what was holding them back was they were scared to make those outbound phone calls and knock on those doors to make things happen. And it's a lot more scary not to provide for your baby than it is to make an outbound phone call. So they were breaking through some pretty big barriers. Yes. But other people like you, you know, have had experiences like I I want to be doing what I'm proud of, what I love doing that's gonna allow me to to spend more time potentially with my child or at least be happier around them because I'm gonna be doing something that I love. So this baby effect fire nation is real and it doesn't always just have to be a baby. It can be, you know, a job firing, an economic downturn. There's just a lot of huge scenarios that happen that just force people into this big life shift. And one thing that I like to say is, you know, use Kaylin's, you know, shift. Use somebody else's shift as your major reason for a life shift. You don't have to wait for your own baby or firing or economic downturn. You can just say, hey, I can see that it's worked for other people. I'm just going to use that mentality and I'm going to do this shift now. So you don't need to wait personally for that crazy time. You can learn from people like Kaylin, like others who have been there, who have done that. And that's my big takeaway, Kaylin. And and just like maybe one sentence or two, like what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your worst moment? I think that we have to realize that when we have that worst moment, it's often the start of something really great and something really amazing and a necessary change. Growth is scary. Change is scary. And so when you have that low point, it's really just that that starting energy, that fire, if you will, yeah. of something really profound that needs to come through. Kaylin, you've had a lot of aha moments in your life. I mean, you just shared one when you were going through a meets course and you said, I got to start this thing from scratch. I need to come at this from the beginner's mind. Like I need to get out of my own head here. The curse of knowledge that I have about what I think I'm good at or what I should be doing. Let's start from scratch. And that was a really powerful aha moment yeah. that you've had. And you've had a ton of those throughout your journey. And you maybe want to share a little more details about that one specifically, or maybe you have another epiphany light bulb moment that you've had, but you know my audience, like you know Fire Nation. Take us to a moment that you had this epiphany and tell us that story. Sure. So it kind of piggybacks off of the story okay. I just shared of my, my worst moment. And I think one of my biggest ahas, and I kind of alluded to it at the end there, was when I realized that I wanted to be coaching people. I realized that I needed to basically look at my, the way I was formatting and structuring my business and kind of tear it apart. Mm -hmm. I had it, I, I was saying, I was kind of keeping my clients at a distance. I had all these programs and courses and I really wanted to automate everything, but that's because I wasn't in love with my ideal client. And once I realized that who I really needed to be working with, I realized that I needed and I wanted to be working one-on-one -on -one with them and not to keep them at an arm's length and be offering just exclusively these online courses and group programs because I didn't have the desire to coach before because I was operating from, I wasn't operating from my area of genius essentially. And when I stepped into that zone, when I really owned what I wanted to be doing and I redefined my ideal client, I wanted to coach. I wanted to get to know her. And this was the first time I had ever felt like that. And, and I realized that this, this is what it's supposed to be feeling like when you're building a purposeful business. That's really an authentic expression of your greatest gifts, that you want to be interacting with the people that you're serving on a really intimate way. And that doesn't necessarily mean coaching. That's what it meant for me. But I really wanted to serve them to the best of my ability. And, and coaching was the way to do that. 
Fire Nation, you can hear the passion, the excitement in Kaylin's voice when she's talking about this. I mean, don't you want that for yourself if you don't already have it? I mean, don't you want to give yourself the opportunity to find that thing that is just meant to be for you, that passion, that fire that's burning within? I mean, Kaylin, I loved how you put it in the last story about how you were keeping your audience at arm's length, and that should be a huge hint. I mean, Fire Nation, are you doing that? Are you keeping your audience at arm's length? Because if you are, it might be time to check yourself because you should want to be in embracing your audience, hugging them, holding them. I mean, when I was just on the podcasters Paradise Cruise, you know, a little while ago, I mean, I was just like, these are amazing people. I love the people who chose to come on this cruise. These are my people because this is my audience and you should feel the same about yours as well. So great aha moment. Great share, Kaylin. It's great to see you kind of come into your own there. And just like you did for the worst moment, what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your aha moment story? If you're not totally in love with your with your clients and your customers, you really have to look at at what you're doing and why you're doing it. And maybe in and it's not that you have to make a huge shift like I did, but maybe just infuse a little more passion, a little more purpose, a little bit of more you into your business. I mean, I don't just to be clear, I don't I don't love my community the way I love my daughter or my husband. <laughs> you know, it's not this like all encompassing, all consuming love, but there is a very real part of my heart that is totally dedicated to those people that I'm serving. And I really do love them. And I can authentically write that and say that to them. And if you're not coming at it from that place, just it just takes a little bit of inner work, and I'm sure you'll find that missing element that makes that, that love bubble up inside of you and makes you want to serve them to your utmost capacity. I love that point that you shared that it doesn't have to be a massive major shift. I mean, Fire Nation, don't look at it like it has to be this life-changing moment. It's not like you're going to become the character in Eat, Pray, Love. Like, you're not taking off for India. Like, it can be a small shift. It can be a little tweak in your business. Because picture it this way. If you're in San Diego and you take off for New York City and you do a 1%, just a 1% shift, by the time you land, you're going to be in like, you know, Canada somewhere because that 1% over time adds up to something huge. So you can make a small shift that makes a big difference in your business over time. It doesn't have to be right away or just massive or obvious at the beginning. Now, Kaylin, what is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? I would say that I can tend to get a little anxious and impatient when things don't happen fast enough. You know, you put in, you put in a little time, your little work and, and you want to see the big results right away. And, and that's been the hardest thing for me. The biggest lesson is to just kind of sit with things and let, and trust the, trust the timing of your life. And that's why I love the book, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson, because he just shows so eloquently how in that book, just the small things done right every single day doesn't feel like a lot at the beginning, but it adds up to massive success in the long run. Now, Kaylin, on the flip side, what's your biggest strength? I would say my biggest strength as an entrepreneur would be big picture thinking. I can very clearly see where I'm headed and and the big vision. And that's something I work a lot with my clients on actually is getting that big picture really fleshed out for them so that they have that pull towards their dream rather than feeling like they have to push themselves. And that's probably why I get so anxious and impatient is because I, I see where I'm <laughs> headed <laughs> so clearly. <laughs> Now, you have a lot of cool things going on, but what's the one thing that has you most fired up today? 
oh, the clients that I work with. I have the privilege of coaching the most amazing, entrepreneurial, passionate, talented women. And it's so personally rewarding to see them take action and see the results that they're getting in their businesses. I, I just worked with one client who landed 10 new clients after our first session. Another one booked an ongoing client. And it's really just miraculous to see what these women do. And it makes me so, so very proud of them when, um, when they really start stepping up and living the life of their dreams right now. It's really amazing. Now, speaking of miraculous Fire Nation, we have some miraculousness waiting for you in the lightning round. But before we get there, we're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Building a strong team is a huge part of growing your business. As an entrepreneur, I can tell you that your business is only as good as the people you hire to help support it. But it's nearly impossible to find qualified candidates. You know, the ones who are going to be as dedicated to your business as you are. After all, there are only so many hours in a day. But posting your job in just one place isn't enough to find those quality candidates. Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com, you don't have to sweat it. ZipRecruiter allows you to post to 100 plus job sites with one single click. Once you've posted, you'll be instantly matched to candidates from over 6 million resumes. Just post once and within 24 hours, watch your candidates roll in ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. Try ZipRecruiter to get your perfect candidate before they go to someone else. Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Kaylin, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I am. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Honestly, I have to say I was raised in a household of entrepreneurs, so I always knew this would be my path. I was very fortunate in that way. But once I entered on my my true entrepreneurial journey, I would say the biggest thing that needed a change was my mindset. I really needed to embrace the money mindset, the success mindset, and the belief that I deserved everything that was coming to me and was destined for it, that it wasn't until I really stepped into that place of belief and self-confidence that things really took off for me. What's the best advice you've ever received? Two things pop into my mind. The, The saying that perception is reality and also that whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. I think Henry Ford said one or both of those, but the voices that I hear those those quotes in are, are my parents' voices. Those are the things I heard growing up. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Morning meditation. I sit for 15 to 20 minutes in our dark, quiet house every morning. Very, It's nice before my husband and my daughter wake up. And I give myself that time to uh, reconnect with my true purpose and my true desires. And it, it makes me a better person all around and a be- better business person, definitely. Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. Oh, the, the one I've been sharing recently is Calendly. I use it for booking all my coaching sessions, and it's really easy to use, and it's a very attractive platform, and it's nice because it integrates with, with all the calendars that you use, whether you're on Google or what have you. It's, it's very, very user-friendly. I like it a lot. Now, if you could just recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Oh, there's so many good books. I, I would say, I would say one I read recently. It was The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, and it's really, it was really a game changer for me. He explains in it that we all have this threshold, which he calls an upper limit for feeling good, and when we hit, when we expand out and hit that 
limit we've set for ourselves for feeling good, we tend to self-sabotage. And at first, I wasn't totally sure of this concept. But as I read more and more, I realized that this was a pattern that was showing up for me again and again in my life and in the lives of my friends, my family, and my clients. And so I'd, I'd recommend that people check it out. It's a very, very enlightening. <laughs> It was, and I'm a big fan of Gay. I actually interviewed him a few months ago. So Fire Nation, you can check out that interview. He definitely rocked the mic. And I know you love audio, Fire Nation. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. Now, Caitlin, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I think what I would do is I would, I would seek out connection. I think more than anything else in my life, the connections I've made with the people in my life have shaped me and really made my life what it is today, made my business what it is today. And I think without the support of friends and family and and future colleagues in this new unknown world, I, I would really set out to find my people, you know, friends, pseudo family, creatives, entrepreneurs, big thinkers, and people who sh- would share my vision of creating purposeful lives and businesses. That's what I really get jazzed up with when I, when I connect with people who, who think big and have a real vision for themselves. And I think I would, I would set out to find them anywhere and everywhere, both in person, online, and make sure I had everything in place, you know, website, social media, email, et cetera, to make sure I had, could make the most of those connections. And probably ultimately I would end up doing work, doing the work like I'm doing now as a clarity coach. And But I think the first step, as with all businesses, is building community. And so I would definitely start there. Caitlin, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Sounds good. So I would say to the listeners that know that everything you imagine for your life and for yourself is possible. You have those visions that you have for yourself and those dreams that you have for yourself for a reason. They're yours. They're They were given to you for a reason and they're yours for their creating. So live with that belief every day and the things that you seek will start seeking you. And you can find me and more information about everything I've got going on over at kaylinasher.com. It's C-A-I-L-E-N-A-S-C-H-E-R.com. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with CA and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Kaylin in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today, her website, recommended resources, books, all that jazz. And of course, go directly to her website, kaylinasher.com, and we'll have that linked up on the show notes page as well. Kaylin, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you want some behind-the-scenes intel on how I'm taking EO Fire from a seven to an eight-figure-a-year business, all from my living room, Text EO Fire to 33444 and ignite.